I really think manifestation is actually exceptionally beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, I think everybody should want what they yeah. want. I don't think desires need to be bad. I think we can all want what we want, but there is this other little thing that I feel has to be said is at some point you have to ask yourself why you want what you want. Where did that come from? Why am I trying to call this yeah. in? And if you can, if you can answer that question truthfully in yourself, then I think you're manifesting from, from integrity. Like you're manifesting something that your soul truly does crave to experience in this life rather than some of the um, details that can get a little bit tricky. Like, like for example, Rachel, like I want to hit this certain thing. And then there's these sort of consequences that happen in the body after. Well, okay. Well, why was I, why was that so important for me to get in? Why did I think if that can happen before the actual, like calling in and doing the timeline jump and, you know, I think that's when we don't have that sort of consequence. These are practical conversations about real life experiences with human design woven throughout, just like a tapestry of our human experience, but threaded in a new language. Featuring projector AC Brown, generator Rachel Lieberman, manifesting generator Jasmine Kenna, and me, your manifester, Vanessa Henry. Manifestation is a loaded word and concept within the online wellness space. With opinions coming from all angles, we put our heads together to share various viewpoints. We explore white privilege and manifestation and whether there could be possible consequences we experience energetically when manifestations make their way into our reality. In this conversation, we share personal manifestation stories, personal opinions about the concept, and Vanessa takes an opportunity to correct a former teaching she had shared about specific or non-specific manifestation while publicly translating her interpretation of the six view variables. You, me, we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types. Today we're talking about manifestation and I, I need an opportunity to correct something that I have previously contributed to when it comes to manifestation. Cause I hate this word and this, everything associated with it has been clouded, even though it's like this inherently awesome thing. And in human design, there's a, the view variable and it was translated in newer human design into the manifestation variable the manifestation area, whether you're a specific or non-specific manifester, mm-hmm. meaning not that you're a manifester energy type, but that you have, we all possess manifesting abilities to kind of bring things into reality for ourselves. And I did contribute to creating information that I had a workbook even that I've since took down that says, you know, which if you're a specific manifester or a non-specific manifester, and for me, I had some really great experimentation with that interpretation of the information, which I, I feel like I first saw from Jenna Zoe. I can't confirm if she originated it, but I, I want to say I first saw it from her. And I can see how this is interpreted that way based on the leftness and the rightness of that variable, seeing something specifically and maybe seeing it peripherally. And I could see how that would go into specific and non-specific manifestation. But as I started, you know, as you guys know, I've been, I've been focused on the view variable for quite some time now. It's really not what the original human design is talking about in that at all. Um, the view is not about 
manifesting. It's not even about watching. It's about when you look out, what do you see? And I feel really kind of like icky when I think about the previous works that I, or conversations I had around this, even though the experiment of being what I, what was called a specific manifester was actually very good for me. It was very valuable for me. I got a lot out of it. But then when I sort of deepened my study, I saw that it was a mutation interpretation of it. And so I think that's okay to kind of express, but I then found I didn't want to be somebody expressing the new interpretation anymore. And so I kind of removed all my information about that. So I think for me, it was a little bit of, to be honest, if I'm being real, maybe a little bit of embarrassment, but also I feel I have a very good understanding of that variable now. And that would not be the way that I explain it, you know? And so it makes me feel like, ugh, did I contribute incorrect information that potentially hurt someone? I don't want to get too caught up in that because for me, it was valuable to do it that way. So I'm sure you've each heard of this as well. What is everybody's opinions on this? What are the opinions on manifesting and manifestation? Because that is like in our, in our community, in our world, that is like the word. And it just doesn't feel super great for me as a manifester. I mean, I have so many thoughts. We might not be able to fill up this podcast. It could go for like six parts. So for me, it's two sides. Manifestation is real, but also it has a, a very strong tone of supremacy and white supremacy um, attached to it. Yeah. Um, so like hugely. Thanks um, for saying that. So it's it's a mixed bag for me sometimes because do I manifest through an ancestral root working ritual that my grandmother taught me. So cool. that's how I always manifest. So in the grand scheme of the commercialized manifestation, like thoughts become things, think it, receive it, believe it. That for me is very, I'm detached from that. Yes, that's a part of my ritual, but my ritual comes with other things that I do privately that I've been taught since I was a kid. So it's a, a different layer. And for me and my lineage and a lot of my, Black people that I know, manifesting was always associated or whoever taught you as getting out of, you know, bad, dire straits and you're trying to like make things happen. So the commercialized version is like, I deserve everything. I'm going to manifest a Ferrari. And for Black people that I know, our manifestation is rooted in, we need to survive. Ooh. So it's very different for me. So I have very different um, views on it. Is it, does it work? Absolutely. Is it real? Absolutely. But it just depends on the angle where you're coming from, especially for me, I would be considered a specific manifester in the human design kind of viewpoint. To me, that's accurate. When I'm non, when I am like willy nilly with it, things don't happen. But when I am specific about, I want 49 people in this masterclass, or I want this specific thing, or, oh, I hope somebody sends me a $25 gift card to Amazon. Boom, boom, happens, happens. But so for me, it works. I can understand how you don't associate with it and how you feel like your viewpoint about it at one point was actually putting kind of like a bad like taste in the community mm -hmm. with that. Um, so it just depends. I just feel I contributed to some of the confusion around that. And when you actually 
Because people don't study the consciousness variables the way that they study the body ones. People are so curious about diet and environment. When you go over to motivation and view, there's you'll find there's not a lot of voices on that. I should maybe start talking about that. Um, but when I look at the original interpretation based on the evolutionary story of the lines moving into the colors, it's it's not even the same thing. But I don't think it's incorrect. So I, I puts me at a strange place because I find human design to be a highly mutative tool. And I think this, if this came from like a two, four projector, projectors are brilliant. And if they see a, a, a possible place where this could mutate, I mean, why not? I, I really do see how it could be interpreted that way based on the leftness and the rightness, but it's not the original, it's a mutation. And then if you just, if you just go into it, oh, this is a mutation of this original information. Suddenly it feels a bit like, oh, Okay. But it's sometimes presented as the original, the, you know, and I, I contributed to that, I think. So I just, you know, part of my, part of my journey. And I kind of guess I have to talk about, it. I don't even remember Rachel when Rachel was mm. first blogging, she got some nasty comments being like, this isn't even real human design. Why are you talking about this like this? And she was like, chill the fuck out. Like, this is just, if this isn't for you, don't take it. And I do, I do think that, but you'll find, especially like in the purist movement, um, people get start to get really opinionated about this specific thing. So, I mean, let's kind of move over then into manifestation because AC said some things that I was just like, yeah, the commercialized version of manifestation, how it's a vehicle to basically exacerbate white supremacy and white consciousness. I, I completely agree with you. Like if somebody's like to, I kind of don't subscribe to the whole, I'm going to manifest it thing. Because if, if I'm all of a sudden sitting there and I'm like, I want to buy a boat, I'm going to just go buy one. And that's how I manifested that. Do you know what I mean? So my experience is like, well, you get to do that because you're a manifester. Yes. We so it's like this weird, I, know, be I, like, know. I have to have an invitation for a boat. I'm going to go buy my boat. Like we don't get I to do invitation. that. Like, I got to like, wait a minute. I just, yeah. What a weird <laughs> example. I don't have a boat. Okay. But I, I definitely want one. Um, but I just more so mean like, Oh, how am I going to get this new laptop? I'm going to call it in and I'm going to, Ooh, and I'm worthy. And I'm, I, that's, I never, ever. Yes. And there's people millions. making millions of dollars. A lot of white women totally. making millions of dollars. I got to stop you too, though, because I feel like there's like, a, uh, yeah, it, she's on a manifestation journey right now. So let's hear from yeah, her. Like, I, yeah. Well, I am, but my, but it, it's my own yeah. journey. And like, I don't, I mean, I'm not really like going to give it all away when I'm doing mm -hmm. my business, but I do think that there is like, what I'm hearing from you both is there's like a little bit of like a little bit of righteousness and morality in manifesting for you. Like people are like, Oh, well I just get this Ferrari. But like manifesting to me is like, I believe that human beings are, should have what they want. All human beings, not absolute race yeah. or mm -hmm. gender or like, like all like people who are poor should be taught to man, to call in what mm -hmm. they want and manifest and get rid mm -hmm. of this bullshit. Absolutely. But that's not what systematic mm -hmm. racism gives us. Absolutely. And I'm, a, I agree with that, but that's also not what society gives really any of us. I mean, if you think about it, most people in this country specifically have grown up with religion that tells you that you are separate from God, that you are not capable, that, that you are, you have limits. You may not proceed. 
If you're poor, you stay poor. If you're rich, you get richer. Everybody's always trying to take shit from you. Like that's the, that's the scene, right? And if you got to hustle to get what you want. So I think that there's, there's space somewhere in between these two things of like, you know, the commercial manifestation and the like doc indoctrinated, like, um, you know, uh, or you, you have to just stay in your class or stay in your space. Like, I think there's a lot of space on the in-between where we really, we really can call the things in that we want to call in, you know? And like that, that, I don't know, that to me is the conversation. I don't think it's a moral, I don't think some people should be able to, um, or should be judged because they want to manifest a Ferrari or because they're manifesting, you know, a freaking, uh, a lodge stay for a week in like Fiji, like that's their business. If that's what they want, then they should get it. I think, I I think the point though, is that like, if we're going by the rules and laws of manifestation, well, it's significantly easier to manifest as a white person. And I don't, I don't believe that. No, but it's easier for you to manifest than me. I don't, I don't buy that. I think that's bullshit. I'm not taking it. I think it is. I think there are certain things available to white people um, that they don't see, like they can get very caught in their, I'm just manifesting and it kind of easily moves into spiritual bypassing. And I think that the people who are taught, if you go look at who's talking about manifestation and you'll notice a pattern, you'll notice yeah, well, of course you could manifest that life. You were, you had all this existing privilege to help you call that in and manifest that. So if somebody had different details trying to manifest the same thing as you, it may not be the same type of route. Not that it's not possible. It's not what I want to say. I do think that every human being should have everything that they want. I do think at its core, manifestation is the thing, but it's as if it's been whitewashed and that it's like, I actually really like the language of commercialized. Um, Mm. to being this thing that the point of it is to get your Ferrari when that's not the point. It's the point. But that is the point for them. But it's the point of manifestation isn't like to make, get myself rich and to do it. And, you know, it just starts to get like, you're, you're getting caught up in the details of life that you even think those things matter. You're just caught in the whole web of society. And, and I agree with your point. However, I do think that if that is what you want for your life, that is what, that is actually what manifestation is. You claiming what you want for your life, which might be wholly different than what I want for my life. Mm -hmm. So you can't judge someone based on your, like your plan of what's okay to be manifesting. Like manifestation is manifestation. It's literally calling in what you want for you. I don't want a Ferrari. If I'm coming across that I'm judging, if I'm coming across that I'm judging what the person is manifesting, I'm not coming across correctly. So I'll correct myself. Okay. I don't give a flying fuck what people want to call into their life. I know what I want to do. I could right. care less what you want to do. But the the language, people are teaching manifestation without enough information about things like their own privilege. And they just can say these things and here's how you do it. And they're not realizing that it's much easier for them to do that specific thing in the way that they're teaching it. And it's not for others. And there's like, sure it is. Just go do it. And it's like, but you're not dealing with, first of all, the traumas that live underneath of why that person can't actually truly authentically call that into their life because they haven't processed that yet. And you couldn't understand that because you don't share that. You don't share that suffering of what it is to be a person of color, let's say, but Mm -hmm. they position it as, yeah, I have all, I'm going to my way and you're going to be rich. And it's just like, (sighs) 
okay, so we're all doing this because we want to be rich. And that's the reason why we're doing it. It just feels like we're missing the point. I don't care if you want to be rich or you want to buy your boat or your Ferrari, all the power to you. But we've positioned it as like, that's like the reason why we're doing that. And it just feels like it doesn't. Yeah, it it isn't. Maybe it is a moral thing for me because it doesn't feel aligned at all. Right. So what do you think the point is? What do I think the point of manifestation is? Yeah. What's the point? To step into your life in an empowered way where you're not the victim of everything happening to you, but you get to be this sort of active participant in, I see that and I'm drawn to that and I'm going to choose to move toward that or this. I'm going to choose to move toward this rather than, oh, I can't do anything. And I just, you know, it's just kind of like this sort of like, um, helplessness energy and, and. I guess to me, it feels like exacerbated, undefined heart energy, you know? Yeah. And I find when people have, um, well, yeah, what's the point for me is to, is I guess, is to be empowered and yeah. go after what you want to go after, not what society tells you you should go after to meet some marker of success through manifestation. Right. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. And I think- <laughs> Like I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. I feel like we're agreeing, I, but they were like, bah, yeah, but bah. I just think we were having a language issue because we're like a, mm-hmm. a big mm-hmm. picture issue because what you're mm-hmm. saying is exactly what manifestation is, but some people mm-hmm. actually do want those things. Like they actually do want a Ferrari. They actually do want whatever the hell they want, which is we- weird and foreign to me because I'm like, I'm happy to like make a, some- I know that's what I mean. Are these undefined heart people? Cause they think they have something to prove. Cause that's going to give them some yeah. measure of worthiness and, and value. Maybe they just like a Ferrari. I don't know. Like that's what they want. They're like, this is my dream. I want a Ferrari yeah. and a Lamborghini. So yeah. And I don't, I don't think there's anything like for me, I'm like, dude, the world is your oyster. And I, and when I said to you, like, I don't think you can manifest better than me because you're white. And I'm, I like, I really don't like, I think like I'm powerful and I it's can not a competition. I didn't yeah. say no, that. I know you didn't it's just root it in white supremacy. The thought right. and concept mm-hmm. that you can just pull out of thin air what you want decide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like wow. I decided I want to have a million dollar home that's rooted in white supremacy because that's more likely for you to happen because the system is developed and evolved around you getting that quicker than a black or indigenous or person of color even this though even this i don't think hey i want a million dollar home i think that is putting the focus on something that it doesn't need to be i want this 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 in my home to meet this 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 of my level of comforts and it may cost i don't care what it costs if it costs 2 million, whatever, if it costs 800,000, I don't care. Yeah. The manifestation culture is being specific Mm -hmm. and claiming these things, a million dollar home, uh, you know, a trip to France. I don't know. Just these like things like that are associated with dollars and stuff like that. So yeah. Let's go to the vessel of love. I think there's not enough talk about the consequences of manifesting certain things (laughs) Mm. because I think that sometimes people do they I agree with everything you're saying like the people that we have as our models for this process they're all really they're the same down to like they all want the same car they all want that white (laughs) g-wagon 
exactly. It's not, it's not about what you want, but the patterns people aren't realized the programming happening. I actually want a, uh, a smoke gray one. That's matte. And an AMG 55 version. Okay, it's not about the G-Wagon. It's not about the G-Wagon. But a G-Wagon is a great car. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. I want to see more examples because I think that there are people who have 100% mm-hmm. manifested a life that they feel really good about, but it might not look like that. So it doesn't draw as much of... And honestly, what I'm starting to see are people who... And I've seen, I'm seeing this in myself too, because I think I had this experience where I manifested whatever created an outcome that I had been trying to create for a long time. And I neglected a lot of inner things while I did that. So I didn't do it from the wrong place, but I was not in a place to receive and enjoy that thing when it arrived. And it created some havoc in my inner world. It was not a good experience. Yeah. That's good to talk about. That is good to talk about because it made me, I, I I really just went into like a dark night of the soul over it because I was like, I thought I was going to feel this way when I achieved this thing. And I don't feel that way. Exactly. And a lot of manifestation is built around these expectations and that's how it's kind of given to us because you're told to expect Mm. something and yeah, I don't know. Wait, wait, you said you're told to expect something. What do you, can you go into that? A lot of the teachings are around like, in order to get it, you need to expect it or you need to, I don't know. I, I know what you mean. It's like, it's not enough about the deeper part. And I'm starting to see a lot of people who were operating from that place suddenly say, oh, I got this. And now I'm realizing that like, maybe that wasn't me who wanted this. Not that it's wrong. I think it's almost like you have to go through that to then go to the next level too. And that's also why as a projector, to be honest with you, why manifesting for me- Totally, totally. Is a little, I I, I can reconcile with it a little bit more in my mind. Because I know that what does come from me, or I, I get invited to, or regardless of what I'm trying to manifest, is for me. So I don't have that kind of expectation around it, or that you know, like uh, you know, when it comes, like oh, this is not what I want, or I wasn't ready for this. Because my manifestations as a projector always involve someone else. It's something coming to me from someone else. So it's literally like, okay, I'm chosen for this. I asked for it. It came to me because it does belong to me. Yes. Because it does come from an external source outside of me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that'd probably be the same for Rachel and I too, to a certain extent, you know. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing is that I feel that we all manifest differently based on our energy. I mean, it honestly, the way I think about it is there's sort of like old paradigm manifestation, which is like, if you can turn this set of tricks, then you're guaranteed this thing. And then there's new paradigm manifestation. That's like, if you operate as the most real version of yourself, then you receive what you truly desire. Cool distinction. Yeah. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I think right now I'm operating from a place of, I am divine. Like all humans are divine and we all get, I, I'm definitely like, Oh, I'm a part of this thing here. Like I'm God experiencing itself, you know, like I'm here, I'm doing the thing, the earth thing. And 
if I remember that, if we all remember that and we like break our conditioning and all the like bullshit we've been taught about ourselves, like you can have what you want. And I think that there's a piece that like where people do think like, oh, well, what I want are all of these things that will make me happy. But like actually the piece that's making you happy is remembering that you are connected to something that's bigger and that you're here to live the life. Like you're not here to toil and to have suffering and to be like, oh, everything is terrible around me. Um, you're here to enjoy the beauty of our earth and enjoy the beauty of kinship and, you know, friendship and love. And like all of those things are part of the manifestation process. As far as I'm concerned. I really think manifestation is actually exceptionally beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, I think everybody should want what they want. I don't think desires need to be bad. I think we can all want what we want, but there is this other little thing that I feel has to be said is at some point you have to ask yourself why you want what you want. Where did that come from? Why am I trying to call this in? And if you can, if you can answer that question truthfully in yourself, then I think you're manifesting from, from integrity. Like you're manifesting something that your soul truly does crave to experience in this life rather than some of the um, details that can get a little bit tricky. Like, like for example, Rachel, like I want to hit this certain thing. And then there's these sort of consequences that happen in the body after. Well, okay. Well, why was I, why was that so important for me to get in? Why did I think if that can happen before the actual, like calling in and doing the timeline jump and, you know, um, I think that's when we don't have that sort of consequence, you know? And I've shared, I, I shared on, um, I've shared it a few places, but recently on P's podcast, I was talking about my realizations around manifesting my own cancer and how I was watching my dad die of cancer. And I just so badly wanted to understand what he was going. And I just, I just didn't understand how he could just forget to get dressed or not be able to bathe himself or forget his name. I just, I just, I just wanted so badly to understand. And I remember like focusing in this intense way I remember dreaming about walking my high school hallways bald. I I remember seeing it. You created it. And then that happened. Yeah. Like they created a vision of it. I feel I did. I did. I really feel I did. And I I scared the shit out of myself once I then realized. um, And I don't really feel anyone can tell me otherwise. No, you didn't actually do that. I, I, I know what I sort of went through and I know what is within my own capabilities and powers. And I had to learn that to sort of learn what my own... Um, manifestation abilities were as an ego manifester. If my heart is in it, I do feel I can bring it into reality with just sheer strength, sheer will. And I so badly wanted to understand him because I loved him so much and then felt so much grief that I developed cancer right around this whole area. And this became a lot of my story that I talk about, but something that I don't always talk about is that I do feel on some level in order to understand and process my own grief of losing him, I needed to go through the experience myself and I manifested it within my own self. And so now it's like, if I can do that, wow, what amazing things could I actually manifest? Yeah. And something else around what you're sharing is that people get too caught up on when someone shares their personal story saying, well, now you're saying that everyone manifested their own cancer or whatever. Right. Thanks for bringing that up. And so people, that's where people I think don't share these things because 
I also agree. I think I have on purposefully manifested what other people would consider some really ugly, ugly things in my life. But I know inside why I did that for myself, but I would never tell that to someone else. I would never say that they did that. It's just so personal. So people need to allow space for everyone's own experience and not take things out of context because I think that happens a lot too. And maybe that stops people from sharing their true experiences uh, of creating yeah. things because not all manifestation oh, is a positive thing. You're it, It's a neutral force. You're literally just, you're taking something that is amorphous, that is not physical and you're making it physical. That's all it is. Your energy empowers it and brings it out of nothing and into reality. And you're right. You can manifest these incredibly beautiful experiences. You can also get so your mind set and fixated on something and you manifest these things that aren't abundant. In fact, they're the opposite. That is just as possible, just as possible as calling in the Ferrari. Yeah. We're all doing it all the time. I mean, there's not, I mean, we live in a manifested universe. So it's like, that's everything here. It's a generated universe as well. Like everything's been built, everything. The whole thing It's a manifestation experiment. The whole thing is what can you pull from your thoughts and bring Mm -hmm. into reality? That is what this is. Mm -hmm. That's what this is. It's all been, it's all been imagined. So at some point, which I think is just so freaking cool, but, but yeah, yeah, but, but you know, manifestation just in, in in the wellness communities, it's, it has sort of become this thing that people roll their eyes at. And I really find that sad and too bad because it is actually this like, incredible thing that we're trying to understand to empower one another. For me, this is just empowered ego energy. It's just heart energy that, uh, that most of the population doesn't possess. And we're trying to figure that out. But I do think the whole point of reality in and of itself is, well, what can you bring into reality, which is manifestation, but we don't always realize that we're like, we, we sometimes lose our way and that we're not an active participant. And we just think these things are happening to us, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. Yeah, Like we're not in the driver's seat. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think the most about for my own life that I'm like, I just want agency. I want to be able to say, this is what I want my life to look like. And whether that's in a relationship or how I'm a parent or what my home looks like or how I feel, I want to know that like every single day when I wake up, that is my choice. And my lack of intention has gotten me pretty far. You know, like yeah. I've had a pretty nice life and, and, and with really little to no intention around it. And when I look back, I can see like the times when I've really been like, oh, I'm actually going for this. Like, this is exactly what my heart wants. Boom. It's mine. Totally. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to get super intentional. Yeah. If I, if I decide on something again, though, ego authority, but if I decide that I'm bringing that into reality, it happens very quickly. And it, it's, it's like this, like, like gathering and like, imagine me in this like deep squat with this ball of energy. And I'm like, and I'm going to birth it and it's going to exist. And it's a thing. And I <laughs> totally feel like that's mm-hmm. what I'm doing. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter the detail, but that, yeah. well, that's what's happening. Yeah. And I think the version for me of that as a generator is as soon as I get connected to a desire and I kind of marinate in that and I hold that, the whole world starts to arrange around that and the synchronicities show up and the magic shows up and there's just this like web of magic around me. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. What's it, what's, what's the manifestation for projector and, and MG? Cause I do think it's different for each type. (laughs) Well, for me, I don't know about any other projector, but I literally have to not have any attachment to it. I cannot have any expectation. 
I can't have any like energy like banked on it. Like I just have to just say it and yeah. just like leave it alone. And like have the faith and just like leave it. Not even that. Yeah. Just literally exit out of my mind. Oh wow. Is that hard? Very. Yeah. That's why that's why for me it takes a ritual to do such mm -hmm. things so I can have a focus on the ritual, not on the thing that I'm trying to manifest. Right. This makes such sense to me. You're right brain, right minded. If you come at something directly like that, it's, that's not how you operate to put it like out of no. mind, puts it into the peripheral then allows that left view. What's your view? Do you know? Oh uh, shit. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to go get it right now. I'm going to go get it. I think it's left. She said. No, yeah, I'm left. I'm left specific. Yeah. But what is the color? Oh, it's funny uh, how we can't remember, remember our own charts. I never can remember. We'll find it. No worries. Just give me a little yeah. bit. You're like Mars and Mars and Capricorn in the fifth house. Like I know all like everybody else's business, but I can never remember my own. Yeah. Oh my right, but I can like remember other people's. Like oh, I remember right. you have gate twenty such such and such in your North Node. In the fifth line, I never remember my own. I literally sometimes have to go look at my chart and be like, oh yeah, I have that. Yeah. Off, off the pedestal you go. Yeah. yeah. You're a five, you're probability. So the five in probability looks out and wants to see what can work and what can be distributed like among the people, because if it doesn't work the fifth line, so the fifth color as well, but five lines might be resonant with it. They get punished. You said this would work. And then we, you know, you get destroyed for it. Mm -hmm. Correct. So you really need to know it works, right? Correct. This will probably work. Works for me. Don't know if it's going to work for everybody, but it works for a lot of people. That's probability. Right. And so I, it, it's so funny. I was just having a conversation um, last night with someone and we were talking about, because my North Node is in the ninth house and the ninth house is, you know, um, you know, ruled by Sagittarius and I'm a Sagittarius rising. I have all these other placements in Sagittarius. And I was telling them that, yeah, that's why with a lot of my philosophies and channels and things like that, I am not as um, unhinged or as raw as I could be because of that, because I'm always afraid that someone's going to come back and be like, that's not true. And yeah, you're good. the person said to me, which I never really kind of take taken in. Well, you just have the bad side of Sagittarius okay. is saying that it's well, your way is only true. And, and I'm like, oh yeah, I would never do that. She was like, exactly. So don't worry about that. So you're, yeah. Like, don't worry about that. You would never do that. Yeah. Cause I know that there's other possibilities. I'd like to close then with explaining everyone's view. Perfect. Cause I don't even understand it really. Because there's not a lot of stuff around this. Do you understand the concept of view though? I think I do. Tell me, lay it on me. Like how you're, it's, it's not about what you're watching, but it's when you look out, what do you see? Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's sort of like what you're attuned to just, you know, mm -hmm. ha have revealed to you. Like think about when you're in your correct environment, you're correctly set up to view the world. What are you going to view wanting? And that's all of a sudden we've moved past the first, second and third color, which is very personal. They're very like, you know, Rachel's a three. And so, you know, Rachel, she's doing it for, cause she wants to know, but the four wanting all of a sudden goes, sees like, well, what do we want here? Like, why are we doing this? Let me give an example. Let's say there, let's say there's a table. There's all these things on the table. The one, which is survival looks for, well, what's the priority here? What do we got to deal with? And they kind of like separate everything. Then it moves over to the two and the two is possibility. And the two goes, Hmm, that one could work. 
that one could work. They have, they have no idea if it works or not, but it could. Mm. And so that's very important. Then it goes to the three, which is Rachel, which is power. And there's confusion here. People think, oh, I then view power. I see how I'm going to get more money. It's completely not what it's about. The three then evolves from the two and goes, well, that one doesn't work. She was like, this could work. The three goes, actually, that one doesn't work. That one doesn't work. The three sees what's broken, what doesn't work. And I, and it seems pessimistic, but I actually watch Rachel do this. And she goes, well, there's got to be a better way for that because that one doesn't work. So I'm not going to waste my precious energy there because that one doesn't work. She's naturally attuned to see that. But then it gets to the four and there's, there's a fourth person who walks around the table and is like, yeah, but why are we all looking at this? Why do we even want this to do something for us? You know, it becomes transpersonal. It's suddenly like, Mm -hmm. what need do we have? that we want this to do. So the, the wanting is really attuned to being able to actually see like somebody's what they want either from you Mm -hmm. or what, what they want from the world. They see these deep wants in society, but it's very, very transpersonal. And then that moves over into probability, which is okay. Well, we want it to do this. And this is the one that will probably work. And then it moves over to the six, which is personal. And a lot of people, I see misinterpretations about this all the time. When it gets the view to personal, people think, well, it's what I personally want because the language seems literal, Mm -hmm. but it's really about, well, which one has the highest potential for perfection? Mm. The six wants to see beautiful things. They want to see it. And it's not this universal perfection. It's what perfection means to that individual person personally. So their personal interpretation of perfection. Well, this thing on the table would be perfect because it can do this for us all or for me, you know, like they, they, they are are tuned to perfection. Interesting. So that's view, that's view, View. not necessarily specific and non-specific, but that's not necessarily incorrect, but a potential mutation. We could take all this information and manifest the way we want. You, me, we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types.